0: Uh, what up, people? It's your boy Trad Dave, and I'm back again. Shout out to my homeboy, Will Pounder. He it. in the building with me today. Today is a special, special uh, interview, man, for Needle to the Groove. You know why I'm here. You know what I do. You know how I feel. Um, I've been watching this guy for a minute, man. And, um, you know, off mic, we was talking where I met him at uh, Beeline, and you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Kyle, man, at Beeline. <laughs> he introduced us, so... Um, You know, ever since then, you know, I've been paying attention and man Watching this dude just tear up the city real quick. It's like he came out of nowhere And then all of a sudden he was the man spinning everywhere killing everything Um, The videos was going viral everything he was doing man, and um, you know, I'm a fan of that man I try to cheerlead stuff like that man when I watch people grind and really really take their profession serious and watch them grow and take it to the next level, man. It's it's inspiring, man. Um, you know, I, I don't take it as hate or anything. I just look at it as like, yo, if you grind hard enough, you're a good person. You put that good energy out there, then you can take it there, man. And um,
1: <clears throat> watching
0: this dude um, for the past three, four years, man, like I said, it's been super inspiring to uh, to, to see. The uh, levels that he's reaching, the levels that I know he can keep going to, man. So, without further ado, man, welcome DJ Leak to the show. Wow, what, a, what a intro! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm a uh, I'm a fan, dog, for real. Like, nah, it's love. Um, you know, just watching you over over the past three, four years is, you know, your name just popping up on flyers and events and clubs and you know whatever it is is like leak is involved so you know what I'm saying it's like you gotta respect it you can't you're a hater if you don't respect it you know what I'm saying and um as much as I love the music and love the DJ culture man you know I, I definitely had to salute you um but we gonna get into this interview man um as I do with every single guest that I have on the show my first question is why DJing
2: Man, that's, that's always, you know, the main question people ask. Is like, how did you get into it? Why? Um, I think if you're a music lover, I think that's, like, your first real, like, relationship in life. And it's, like, one you really can't explain. Music just always just, for me, like, spoke for me, like, when I couldn't. Like, songs, like, with would be like, yep, that's how I feel. Yep, that's how I feel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just in, like, beats and, like, instrumentals and, like, melodies, like, things like that. I just... Uh, I just love that, and then you know, growing up, uh, I actually played like a little bit of percussion. You know, I was in like band in middle school till I quit because I missed recess.
0: But, <laughs> <That> <laughs> but
2: uh, you know, I did that, and like you know, I loved my mom. She was. Uh, She loved music, my family loved music. Like they all used to like battle dance in the clubs back in the day. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like we would we'd wake up to gospel music in the morning, and that's how we knew it was time to clean. So uh, (laughs) Classic. (laughs) So music just really always been a part of my life, man. And then uh, I just kind of started messing with like, you know, virtual DJ when I was in high school. And I just I just loved it. It was like something I really couldn't explain. I just loved how the scratching sounded and like how. I could blend one song with another song. So, uh, yeah, that's that's really kind of how it started.
0: Word. So you, you uh, talk about, you know, the gospel in your household. Like, how was the music in your household? Like, who who was the music head in your, in your household growing up? Um, it's actually crazy.
2: My mom, obviously, she, you know, we, we grew up, like, spiritual. So, you know, we, when she went to go to work, my sister and I, that's when we turned on, you know, the uh, the MTV, VH1. We'll call it secular music. Yeah, the secular thing. music. <laughs> and then you obviously, you have friends and my cousins. They all had stuff, but my uncles, they were, you know, they were a little more, you know, a little more uh, hood. So. Uh, I would yeah. ride with them and they had like DJ Chicago mixtapes oh word yeah I'm talking like I used to grow up listening to like real like that's real DJ menace, menace DJs like <laughs> and they would just cut the beats and scratch and my uncles would just my my wa- uncle you know rest in peace he would be riding so far back and he had so many CDs and like, was, like you would just hear him scratching and mixing and I was like yo this is hard <laughs> like, And so I, I just kind of grew up with it man and like I didn't even recognize it until like I reflected on it like my uncles like would always just put those tapes in, and I still got my uncle's uh, CD in my car, and sometimes that's I listen to it. Like you know, that's love. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: where did you grow up exactly?
2: So I'm from Medina. It's Medina like, okay. They're, they're, they're Minnesota, Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you smiling?
1: You from? Nah, I was born in Warren, Ohio. So oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know a yeah, little. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: So Medina. So, cause I, I grew up in a small town too. I grew up in North Ohio. so okay. Um, you know, I always relate to that small town mentality, but I feel like that, like, music was our outlet to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I always tell people, like, you know, I, I'm a lot older than you, but you know, I always tell people, like, oh, Maddox showed me what Queensbridge looked like for from Nas's point of view. Right. And I had never been to New York, but right. I just knew, like, what was your. What was your go-to when you was like a kid in Medina? Like, well, what was you listening to per se?
2: Man, you know, <laughs> it's gonna sound terrible. Like, we grew up on like Soldier Boy, and, like Bow <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. I mean, I mean, that's, but that's not the funny. era. But that was the yeah, era, like you know, Shorty, like mine, like Chris Brown, like when he first came out, Drake, like, and then you had uh, Eminem, kind of like in his mid prime, like those were the artists. That were high, Fifty Cent, Snoop Dogg was still like. You know, all the 2000s rappers when Missy was popping, Sierra, like that's kind of all the stuff we grew up. My aunt loves Jay-Z and I hated
1: Jay-Z when I was younger. When you was younger, you hated him? I hated But now? Oh, I love Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. But it's sir. like
2: because he was like, it was like real rap.
1: Yeah. And like, yeah. he
2: would be rapping on something like, man, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to use. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but, you know, so I, and then I grew up obviously around like a bunch of white kids. so Yeah, me uh, too. Um, so... Relatable, but it helped my palate, you know, because now I can play anything. Lots
1: of white things. Yeah,
2: I can play anything. So I mean, I, but I love music. Like I don't, I don't discriminate. If it makes me feel a certain type of way, like I rock with it. So
0: yeah. So how important? Like, did Cleveland? Did y'all get like Cleveland radio? Or? Oh yeah, I was in
2: Cleveland all the time as a teen. Okay, like, yeah, up there to the teen clubs. So like, I was going out. At 16, 17, like, experience in, like, nightlife. Okay. Um, Adult okay. nightlife or
1: teenage no, nightlife? No,
2: teenage, it was, like, Cleveland teen clubs were okay. Different. Yeah. Like, MGK was in the clubs with us. That's crazy. When, like, yeah. he first started. Like, I got pictures with him, like, when I was young, throwing up the hell, lace up. That's you know, lace crazy. Up. I ain't know nothing about that. <laughs> That's when he had a fade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Cleveland was different, man. Like, you had dudes like Cuddy coming up. You had Chip the Ripper. So, like, yeah. it was a mecca for music. And there's a lot going on in Cleveland. That's dope. So, like, when we went to the clubs, like, it was like the NBA players was in there, like, you know what I'm saying? Because they were young, too. Uh, I don't know if you know DJ EV. Uh, EV is a legend. So, EV was DJing the teen clubs when I was a yeah. teen. And, like, that was another thing. Like, I'll be like, yo, like, this dude is controlling his whole vibe. Yes. And I was like, you know, a little fanboy. I'm like, I'm like 16. I'm like, EV, man, like, you know my name is Malik. Like I, I want to be a DJ. Oh yeah, yeah. And like
1: now. So you knew back then? A little bit. Right? That's dope.
0: Like I, f- I felt it. I, was yeah. I knew. I said like, I felt it. Okay. I was like, this is hard. Yeah, because like um, I just had like uh, DJ Step One. he from Cleveland. Um, I had him on the show recently, and um, you know we were talking about um, Evie, and we were talking about Mick Boogie. You know you go by Mick now, but yeah. Mick Boogie and Joey Fingers, like you know that whole era in cleveland where like cleveland got cleveland get busy with the djs yeah cleveland gets busy
2: with all the djs
0: and like you said dj chicago i don't interview numerous people that always mention him yeah. you know like he's like a staple in that way so in high school like was you was you the kid that put everybody on the music or was like, how did you get hip to all the music?
2: Not necessarily. I mean, like, I was a kid who made like for my cousins and stuff. Like, I was making the CDs, you know. Okay. So, like, you, I was always, I was on LimeWire, heavy, heavy. <laughs> burning it down. Yeah. So like, and I, I would spend like whatever little money I had, and I would go buy the stack. You know, we make a new C D like every month with like new songs that came out. For sure. So I definitely it. was on it in that way. June
1: 08, like, you know, like no, <laughs> man, I miss those days. 'cause you'd be like, yo, what
2: songs are on this C D? Yeah. You wouldn't know until you popped it in but Exactly. Um I, I think I was always like I for sure like at some of the high school parties, like I would sometimes bring my computer with my virtual DJ and like DJ off my little bow speakers and kinda then even people was like, Yo, like you you alright? Like Bear. Yeah, so but it was just like, I always just kind of felt like I knew what to play, you know, for the party.
0: Do you, um, since you grew up in that era, I want to say like the early 2000s and, you know, that era where technology really started to boom. Mm-hmm. Like, how important was the, the computer to you as far as like getting like line wired and YouTube and like how important was that yeah. to you into developing your ear?
2: Yeah, I mean it was really important, like you know, just get my first like iPod, like just having that. Like oh, I loved it, like because I, you know, you do sports, like you don't even want to warm up without having your air, like your your yeah, headphones, headphones anything, on. You know what I'm saying? And I mean it was tough because like you know, Limewire is my mom's computer, so right, virus. you get a virus out there. on the family. You downloading all your music on the family
1: computer, like <laughs>
2: that. Uh. uh Bill Clinton
1: thing. I did not have sexual relations. Yeah, hey, hey, am yeah, <laughs> Like, damn, it's a fifth time. <laughs> I did not inhale. <laughs> so, um,
2: but yeah, like you know, it was it was very important to be able to get that music and stuff. And uh, MySpace, you know, was huge. For oh us. my god, that's goodness. how I discovered Drake. MySpace. My Replacement Girl was the first Drake song I ever heard, and I, I remember when I heard that song, I was like, "Yo, he's nice." Yeah. As a kid, like, I had I hadn't heard no one really rap like that.
0: Yeah, relatable, and it was, I, I don't want to say he was simple, but it was just, it felt like the common man rap, like, yeah, it like felt that. like your homeboy that be with you rapping, that's But better. <laughs> but <laughs> extremely better. Yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, MySpace was big for us, like, you know, always posting, like, songs on our page, and always trying to have like the newest hottest song so like like the tiktokers
0: do now yeah sure. my oh I forgot like yeah you're definitely there My myspace cause, you, you cause gotta like gotta change
1: that record like every week every you know what year. i yeah mean, cause, new song.
0: cause the player was like four and then it went to like more but I remember the player was like four and then you had the top eight yeah and then you, you would be able to discover oh, God. Oh, yeah, oh, you will be able like to discover like Mad music from other people's are, pages. Yeah. They because, came out with a music page eventually. Yeah, because the first, funny enough, MySpace is the first time I seen Twitter because I was a big Sycamore fan and Sycamore used to wow. post pictures on his MySpace and he was posting a picture with Twitter and I, he was talking to somebody and I was like I thought it was a widget or whatever. Right, you know, yeah. And I was like how like how does it, like how did you get that? Yeah, like
1: what is a Twitter like? Yeah, yeah. what is a Twitter? And I was
0: like, Oh wait, <laughs> and then I remember yeah, I remember when Twitter first came
1: out,
2: like I was still like young, just tweeting dumb stuff.
1: Yeah, just yeah, tweeting yeah. dumb stuff every tweet had a hashtag and I was the worst I was an tweeter. tweeter. <laughs> I was the worst tweeter. I
2: was in my Drake era for sure, on Twitter. People was like, Yo, you need to get out of your field.
0: <laughs> so so in medina I, I know you was going back and forth to cleveland but what was was there a music scene in medina was there like no was, did you have like a group of friends that was relatable and was like-minded with music i mean or? like my cousins like that was it my family
2: yeah my, i mean i had a lot of family in medina like a lot of us have migrated there like you know lived in the mm-hmm. same area type of thing um and they always listen to stuff i couldn't listen to so like i would kind of hear like stuff from them i like went would hang out with them but as far as like i mean like my white friends definitely like love music too like music i mean we were kids man music is everything when you're everything. A kid. so on the way to practice on the way from practice like you know stuff like that so um i just my ears were just inclined to everything i was hearing hip-hop i was hearing jason derulo paramore <laughs> jay-z eminem like drake like i was just hearing everything and so like then you watch movies at your your friend's house or why you hear stuff from like rock bands and you're like oh yeah like that song was popular in wedding Crashers or and yeah <laughs> in this movie and then like it all just starts to click years later you know stuff like that so I'm, i mean i'm just grateful to like grow up around it all because um the more you can play, the more you get paid. So
1: that's a
0: hundred <laughs> percent fact right there. <laughs> we get to show next. <laughs> 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 no. Nah, um, so when you was in Cleveland, because I, I, I'm thinking like, because I had the same kind of experience when I was in Newark. I grew up around a lot of white kids that you know we all love. You know, it was a different era, but we all loved the '80s pop and right. '90s pop and rock and stuff like that. But when you got to the city, when you got to Cleveland, like. They ain't playing no pop music. Ain't playing it none of that. It was no Yeah, it was straight hood. So ah, uh, for sure. Like how Bone
1: Thugs and Harmony and shit. Like.
0: I mean, even harder than that because yeah, yeah, like yeah. Cleveland was like in my in my opinion was super influenced by Texas. So it was a lot of Mike Jones. It was yeah. a lot of stuff like that. There so was stuff,
2: I mean, there's probably artists I don't even remember, but like i would go out in Akron sometimes too. Mm. And Akron was way yeah uh, well, we went out to this one club After grimy it's grimy <laughs> i was i, I dj one i remember having my little board and i got a gig and act and i was like doing like a little open format downstairs it's like nobody down there i go <laughs> upstairs they playing all the hood stuff it's packed i'm like yo um so yeah it was uh it was different man yeah because
0: like, i know that I, I i can imagine the dynamics uh being in a small town, then going to Cleveland, hearing the hood music, it was knowing tough. the pop music too. I know you was just like
2: it was tough too, because like I'm wearing like Abercrombie, you know? yeah, like these Cleveland clubs. I'm like, oh man, I'm <laughs> like, I do not fit in, you know. What I'm saying?
0: I do not fit
3: in, you
1: know. Even though you know the music, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, the it's still, that they ain't giving you a chance because you ain't even looked the part, like yeah, you didn't, yeah. You
0: didn't look especially the part. especially early in you know the two thousands. I can imagine how that would be like a, a super crazy different dynamic of dressing one way and then being in the hood clubs. You'd be like
2: ah, but a lot of Travis Porter kind of stuff. Oh like, yeah, that was like a big twerk twerk before twerk was a thing era. Like
1: for sure,
2: like you played a lot of that stuff. Like I'ma make it rain. Like a lot oh yeah, of like, that's when it's Atlanta,
1: music, Atlanta really songs. started. Like, start coming yeah. up. Real, their whole really started that, like stuff. that chant stuff and then like I mean like. I mean, sonically, Atlanta really, like, stepped it up in that era, too. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that
2: franchise
0: boys, Lil john There you
1: go. And yeah. it's just, like, just good to the ears to hear and that so, and that beat to, like... It's easy. Yeah. It's easy.
0: It's easy to remember where East Coast music could be kind of complex. I was like, I don't remember that lyrical miracle spirit. <laughs> <laughs> <cadence."> lyrical <laughs> miracle. Yeah, for sure. Um. So, what was the first piece of equipment that you bought, like, or somebody gave you, or... So, crazy enough, Bad Bath & Beyond had this little... piece de- <laughs> I know. Had this... My boy
2: Rob would tell you this. They had this little DJ board.
1: This is a crazy story.
2: They right. had this little DJ board, and, like, it had a, a... You know, like, the kind you can buy for kids, almost? Yeah. It was kind of like that, but you plugged it into USB so in order to get the sound out of it because like you had to go into the settings you had to have like this very uh specific disc uh drive that went into your computer and you plugged in the aux to that and then it came out so if you didn't have that you really couldn't use the board because the settings were controlled by that yeah so i had that but through virtual dj it was compatible so i could go on my hp you know windows computer set up this little kid board and my roommates will tell you, too, because they, they all used to laugh at me. I'd be practicing in my dorm, and they are like, what are you doing? Um, um, but, yeah, that was it. Like, my first thing was, like, a Bad Bath & Beyond. My first real equipment. Man, this story's terrible. Um, man, I, love, I love a good, bad story. A good Bad, story. A good bad, bad Bath of Beyond story. I lived on an Ohio State's campus, and this dude next door to me was also learning how to be a DJ. So he had the Newmark NS7. Okay, um, so okay. I would go over there and just like practice with him. God, I felt bad because like I had just started but I already knew like I was better than him Like, Oh Because like, it just came it came natural like mm-hmm. not I'll never be a braggadocious dude But like we'd be practicing sometimes and he'd be oh, like nice man like that's I'm like Thanks Like, It's my second time doing this. It's, <laughs> it's only my third day out
0: here. I don't know Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Just call rhythm brother. It's it's just like, lucky man <laughs> <laughs> So he moved like to like Maine or something and he was like, yo, you can have my board. Like, just pay me for it. Wow. Like, I'm in college, bro. I'm like 20 years old. I'm like, all right, bet. And I think I paid him like once and then, like, I just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just
1: had a, had a down, down payment. You got the down payment, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> just, good, right? So, mad if you're
2: out there, like, you just hit me up, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I got you. I'll take care of you now. <laughs> but that board helped me, like, get into a lot of places because I actually had, like, DJ equipment. And then, like, it helped me learn how to scratch because the platters would turn. You know what I'm saying? So. Yes. Um, that, that's super important to me so yeah that was my uh, my first one and I think my dad helped me buy like a new one I can't remember but yeah
0: NS7 was like the first like real DJ board I played on so just to backtrack of the story a little bit um, that's how you got to Columbus like college like man my story's low-key crazy <laughs> cause I always wondered like you know from Medina to Cleveland like how like how did you end up in Columbus? It's been a, I have a very sporadic life.
2: <laughs> so I'm gonna try to simplify this. So I ran, okay. I ran track in high school. Okay. So before I got into music, like you know, sports was everything. Growing up, growing up in Medina, like LeBron was in Akron, St. V. So like you know, grew up yeah. big. So y'all grew up in
0: same same area. Oh yeah,
2: like my uncle took me to see LeBron play when he was at St. V. Like, oh, I've okay. been a LeBron fan since like. He was in the... Man, the to like action. 2002. Yeah. Like, I
1: was... Me too. He's at the fairgrounds. I was watching him play, like...
2: Yep. For so, sure. so, he knows. So, anyways, you know, I'm big into sports. You know, I want to play basketball, football. And then I ran track. Got really good at track. Um, me and my mom got into it, you know, my senior year. So, I was supposed to go to Tiffin on a track scholarship. Things fell through. Couldn't get loans how I wanted to. You know, base blase. Ended up going to Toledo. But it's crazy how God works. So I go to Toledo. My boy Brandon is a rapper at Toledo. He's a year before me. So he's already there. He uh, is on campus. He he raps with this dude named DJ Scholar, who DJs like around Columbus now. DJ Scholar. Shout out to Scholar. He's a good dude. Man. So I be in the clubs with <clears throat> him underage. So I'm in the DJ booth. I'm with all these upperclassmen. I'm watching him DJ. I'm at house parties. So now it's like, I'm, here I am again. I'm in the scene. I'm in the scene. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm like, man, like I really like... I love that stuff. Like I want to learn how to do it. So I knew I didn't want to be at Toledo because it's Toledo. No offense to anybody from Toledo. But, um, and I also it's Toledo. It's Toledo. <laughs> um, I also wasn't running track, and I still wanted to run. So I met my boy Trey at this Midwest meet for high school seniors. He was Ohio, Michigan, Indiana. You know some of the top runners, and he was going to have Dominican. So here come the dots connecting. So I hit him up like, "Yo, like what's up with the school?" It was the first year they had a track team. And yeah.
1: So, like, he's
2: like, it was basically like, hey. A layup for you. Like, like, yeah, bro. Like, we would love to have you. We got a team. space for you. So, you know what I'm saying? We I was, need I was yeah. seventh, I was seventh in the 200 in the state. So, like, I was,
1: so they was decent. Yeah. And
2: then my four-by-one, we won st- the state championship. And so, like.
1: For your high school. Yeah. yeah. We won.
2: So, my coach, the coach there was like.
1: And they, they wasn't recruiting you for that? Like.
2: I don't think they really knew. It's a it's a D two school, oh, yeah. new Catholic, less than three thousand kids. Yeah. So they didn't really have probably. So anyways, I get there, I run, I get hurt, Ugh, I tear my hamstring. Um, but I was DJing on campus a little bit. I was on a campus radio, so everything is like not to be DJ technical, starting to transition. No, that's that's what like, we do. Like things are starting to transition now. <laughs> For sure. And like I still remember like I go in my coach's office. He's like, you're just quitting track because you want to DJ. I was like, no, I can't run. <laughs> but it ended up like that allowed me to really like start focusing on that more because I'd be in the dorm room just on my computer mixing and stuff. You know, I'd be um in the cafeteria on radio, ODU, what they called it. So I'd be, what's going on, y'all? I, you know, I, I don't know if I was leaked then, I was like, It's DJ Malik, whatever, like we got Ariana Grande coming up with drag the Us. Like I was really practicing. So I'm gonna take it back to even when I was a kid. I used to practice being on the radio in my room. Fact. I, I, would, get Fact. A, I would get a cassette tape, and I would put it in the... Um, so back in the day, you could put the cassette in. You could record and play a CD. So I would say, next up we got... And I had the Justin Timberlake CD. We got Justin Timberlake Tenderita <laughs> coming up. So I would hurry up, start it, press three, whatever track it was on, play it, end it, come back to the tape. like. So I was already practicing. So I always wanted to be on the radio, you know. Fact. When I got to Columbus, I wanted to be on 107.5, but, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's,
0: it's a long-winded story, but, like, that's nah, kind how beautiful. things
2: came to fruition, so.
0: So, when you, when you were at, um, at ODU and you said that you were on the radio, was you was it pre-recorded mixes or live mixes, or? Uh, they had, like, like CDs and, and, like,
2: stuff on the uh, computer, so you could just load the tracks, ah. uh, and then you could just play them in order and stuff like that. But yeah, before I became a DJ, I wanted to be on the radio. And then um, SP—I don't know if you know SP, the cool kid. Yeah, he of course, was sure. a counselor at ODU. <laughs> so he pulled me to the side and was like, "Don't do it. Don't do
1: radio." Don't get on it. I was like, gonna say like, "What changed your mind?" From like everybody say like, "Man, I wanted to be on 107 when I first got here." But then like, when you learn the politics around the radio, then you like—he
2: just like—he's just like it's not—it's not enough money. He's like, I don't think like. It's like, he's like I think you'd be good at it but like, I don't think that's your route so I started studying public relations uh, mm-hmm. and then um, but I started DJing on campus I would do like the ODU day uh, cause I'm the, only, I'm the only dude on campus like, with real equipment and like low key real skill mm-hmm. and like you know speakers like they had the speakers I'll just plug in so ODU day I'm not even kicking it with my friends I'm playing music all day campus events the athletic you know pep rallies who's DJing I'm DJing nice so then I start working at Big Bar with Hayes. Mm-hmm. So this is how I really got in the scene. So Hayes is like my big, big bro. So one night I'm out with uh, the track team and I'm hurt, so I'm, I'm lit, I'm not running. I'm, yeah, I'm it, faded, yeah, Email, I'm faded. So I sent this tweet out to Big Bar. I'm like, oh, Big Bar should let me DJ sometime. Just drunk, you know, being a college kid. So Hayes messaged me on his own Twitter. It was like, yo, what's up? We're actually looking for people to help out DJ here because he had just got the gig like a year before I was like look bro I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> I have no idea but I would love to come shadow you he's like cool I got a couple other people coming in so he got me some friends on a guest list to come to Big Bar and Big Bar was like Club Live in Columbus like back in the day Yeah. For real like oh, man Terrell Pryor's in there yeah, yeah Posey yeah. I mean because we only have a certain amount of
0: bars and uh, it's Ohio State
2: the, yeah yeah. So Big Bar <laughs> Anybody would tell you Back in the day Big Bar was the spot Before Midway Bullwinkles, All that stuff uh, Cause it was like The only like Nightclub on campus And so like You know We coming from ODU Over you know On on 5th We coming mm-hmm. all the way Over here And so like I'm getting my homies In on the guest list We feeling like VIP Next thing I know I'm getting soccer girls in Like you know So I became like A promoter But I would just sit In a booth From that point on And just watch I quit drinking. Like I will drink with haze and stuff, but like I quit being in the crowd, and I would just sit there and watch. My friends would get mad. They'd be like, "Yo, like come kick it with us." I'm like, "Nah, learning." <laughs> I'm up here mesmerized. I'm yeah. like, "I'm like he about to play Backstreet Boys. That that's about to be whack." Next
1: thing I know, it's going crazy. Whole club,
2: Backstreet,
1: Back, all right. So then I start, learning. <laughs> I start learning. Like, okay,
2: not everybody just wants to hear like just rap all the time. Like I really don't. I really didn't know what I was doing. Um, and then he's like, I want you to start emceeing. So before I even touched a deck, I was on the mic.
1: That is a super learning experience Changed too. Changed my whole trajectory. Yeah.
2: Next thing I know, I'm telling him, hey, cut the music. You know, I'm like, now I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I, like, I can control it. He's like, what? I'm like, just, I promise you. So he cuts it. I'm like, Columbus, Ohio, if you get, Not tonight, like, let me see your hands up. Next thing, a whole bar. And I'm like, drop, boom, he drops it. Like, so I just start, it just all just started coming together. Like, you know, I just start learning how, like, the mic Mm works. Pausing the music, getting the crowd involved, standing up on the thing, like, and I was lit, too, so my confidence was super high. That liquid courage
0: always helps. Yeah,
2: man, so that's how, like, things really kind of just
0: started. So when, um, how long did you MC before you like really touched the boards and you knew you was about to be like, yo, I'm lowkey about to take your spot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's that's big, bro. But uh, it's all love. Yeah, it's but... all love. <laughs> um,
2: it was some time, man. I didn't even want to touch. It was vinyl. Oh. And it was Serato. Uh, it was uh, Serato. What was it? Uh, Scratch Live. Scratch Live. And so yeah, like, yeah. like I really, I'm just so grateful, man, because like I learned how to like really DJ like on vinyl yeah. yeah so they gave me a college night the first night packed went crazy after that a bust but <laughs> man but i mean that's part of the journey yeah so like he's like yo the decks are there the needles are set up just plug your computer in the first time i touched vinyl i'm like whoa i'm like this is different because like you're it's, still a controller yeah and vinyl is heavy like the first time you touch vinyl it's like you think it's gonna be light no it's heavy like you gotta really control it and like Like, take your time scratching and spinning. Um, And so, like, I was just fading in and out all night. Like, I was trying to scratch and, like, beat match, but it was just terrible. Um, So then, like, I would just, uh, he let me do big bar game days. So I was on vinyl every Saturday. So I was just practicing on Scratch Live. Um, So that's kind of how I got my start. He would let me do game days because during the day, I'll play during commercials. So not a lot of heavy lifting he'd be at little bar where it was like pack packed. but yeah but then like my song selection was like was nice so like big bar was like getting packed and people like my friends start coming out uh things like that um so like just being there like i got to practice on vinyl and then um i had my ns7 and i my boys were bouncers at gasworks okay like i said the the dots in my life have just been crazy <laughs> so like my boys were bouncers at gasworks so like we were all getting in underage from odu uh, he was just, you know C R I D everybody's in, you know, it's a small school. So every week I'm talking to the manager, like, Y'all need a DJ? Y'all need a DJ? Like, what's up? And he's like, nah, we're good. Every week, what's up, man? Like, let me know. Yeah. So finally he's like, You wanna do Thursdays? So I started doing Thursdays at like, Gasworks. <laughs>
1: Out oh, off. Yeah. Took
2: off. Next thing you know, brothers <laughs>
1: took, off. took off. Took
2: off. Man, I had brothers so packed one night, it was crazy. But they was like, "Yeah,
0: you play too much rap." <laughs> so yeah, they didn't me back. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you about that because, like, those type of places, you know, Gasworks, Brothers is like sometimes. My my opinion is like sometimes they don't even want to mess with hip hop like that. Like how
1: how or black people?
0: Yeah, like as a, as a, as a black as a black man that grew up on hip hop, like, how did you adjust to that?
2: I will like, say I was a little bit blind to it at first because I grew up in a, like, a very diverse
0: yeah.
3: kind of
2: community. So like to me, I'm just like, oh, like dang, all right. I just got to mix it up more. I wasn't seeing, like no, don't play rap because, you know. Yeah, bring the hood. Because like, yeah. they can't say,
1: don't play rap. They be like, play it a lot of rap. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. work, they phrase it played different. Play too much.
2: Yeah. Play too much rap. <laughs> but there was at one point, uh, and not every manager the same. like I was at Gas Horse, and he told me to play no rap. Mm. And, uh, I played like Fancy by Iggy and he was like, damn, don't you
0: play that?
3: Damn. Damn. I
2: was That's like, tough. what
0: do I play? Yeah, like, because everything is hip hop, right? Like, Everything. <clears throat> even bass lines to pop songs yeah. and rock songs is still like based in hip hop.
2: You know what's <laughs> crazy? I did a country night at Gasworks. Did it go crazy? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Wednesdays, but like, was, like you want to do country night? I was like, sure. Sure. You're, like, yeah. why not? Why not? But, um, yeah, there's actually a situation where I was put in a place. So I really had to look in the mirror. I was working at a food hall, and I don't know if y'all remember, they posted that uh, dress code. Yes. They yeah. went bananas on viral. Yeah, it went social. on well, social media, it went viral. And I was doing Thursdays there, and the Thursdays were, man, I ain't going to lie. I was getting a nice check from Corso. <laughs> of Corso was giving me that bag. But, you know, I got to a point where I was like, man, I don't really feel comfortable and black DJing here with like this being so blatantly just like the dress code, you know, what I'm yeah, saying? we Basics, all, but it was racist basically. basically. I mean, and we all, even the black clubs, like they still got you know, like no baggy jeans, this, yeah, that, sure, everybody's sure. trying of to course. clean it up, but like that was just like too much. <clears> and so, like, I quit, I left, you know, I was like, dang, like it was like I'm making money here, do I really want to give this up? But it did, other opportunities came about, and you know, things always work out, but. Um, I think at this I got to a point where I just wanted to start doing like my own events Mm. or DJing at places where you can control the music yeah Mm -hmm. and not even saying I want to play all rap no no you just want to control the music and um, vibe out but as a a DJ too like you do know like if you go to a certain place and they like certain music like that's what I'm going to play you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying like if I get booked at Seesaw like I know they like a little bit more EDM house like that's what they want that's what I'm going to play you know what I'm saying, um, so I think it all just depends on where you're at in your career as well, um, and also knowing that like it is a political game. Like DJing is a political game, and absolutely. absolutely you know, just like sports are, like po- politics, politics in general. Like everything is political, even even music stuff. So,
0: so when when let's let's get into some nerd talk, like with different genres, like how important. Is it to know different genres of music? Oh man, if you can,
2: if you don't know different genres, like I said, the more you can play, the more you're gonna get paid. Mm-hmm. I relate to music and sports so much. If you only know how to dribble with your right, you're not making the high school team. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Let's just start there. You're not even don't even think about the pros. <laughs> like you're not even get into the league. So think about like the greatest players. Like even LeBron, like he had to learn how to get a jump shot. Mm-hmm. Music is the same way. Like you got to learn how to play. Latin. I remember I was in I was in Miami one time and I was playing at my uh, Airbnb, and a manager from a club was there because my boy knew some people. He's like, "Yo, you're nice." He's like, "But you need to learn how to play more Latin." Mm. He's like, "You play Latin, you could play down in Miami." So it's really just being like, you know, you got to know how to play everything because playing in Columbus is one thing.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: you could play Drake, you could play yeah Spice Girls. It's you, easy. You can play all that stuff. Go to Miami. Go to Houston. Go to Cali. You know? Do you know Larry June? Do you know stuff in Houston? Do you like? Do you know Bad Bunny? Do you know J Balvin? Do you know yeah. like, Nicki Romero? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like,
1: Larry June be rocking.
2: I'm just saying, like, you know. i
1: like, about to say, like, where he where be rocking? I don't need to go there. But
2: it's like, it's like imagine, my type of people. Imagine you go to Cali and someone's like, "Yo, can you play this?" and you're like, "I don't even know who that is."
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Which
2: I mean, today's music, there's so much it's music so much now. Music it's just knowing like the popular
0: people
1: facts um, yeah and I,
0: and I you know I'll tell you a funny experience like I was DJing recently and somebody was like play Lil
1: Tyler
0: and I'm like who the hell is Lil Tyler Tyler the Creator <laughs> and, you know I'm no Tyler Creator but I ain't no fire. Lil Tyler and they was like play Boston Richie and I'm like I don't know oh yeah I don't, he's fire I don't, it's yeah so it's but I didn't, I didn't know cause <laughs> it's just so much new music but and it's fast yeah.
1: because they're because TikTok I was telling somebody the other day like Songs ain't even the same no more. It used to be like a intro, then you got the first verse, then you got the hook, then you got a second then verse got hook, then you got a bridge, then you got a third <laughs> verse. Then you know what I'm saying, like an afterlude. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, bro, TikTok, you got 17 seconds, nigga, mm-hmm. and that's your song, nigga. That's your <laughs> song. Can I do three dance moves to yeah, it? Your you hottest song right
0: now it doesn't have no lyrics. What it. is the hottest song? The little Uzi Vert. Oh yeah. It doesn't have no
1: lyrics. I just want to rock. That's, that's all you want to do. I just want to rock. He says,
0: "Damn," for like sixty seconds, and then it's, I want to rap, and it's just a beat. But that's our, not to get like too deep here. But like, that's, yes, what society that's what
1: we about do. And then oh, you loop that bitch <laughs> but, twenty-seven times.
2: Society is so simplified. Like we want things so fast. We want things so. Quick. Everything is microwave. Yeah, we don't want to have to think like. I lo- like I love International Players Anthem because that's a whole song, and every <laughs> rapper has a different vibe on it. Yes. Like, ah mm-hmm. oh, man, like
1: posse cuts are like almost extinct now. Yeah, yeah it's it's
2: monster it's, it's... with Jay Z, Nicki, and all them like bangers, like four minute songs, and you know every word. Yeah. Now, like I don't know what I love little baby. I am like I don't know what are you saying. I'm yeah. Like, I
0: just like it, the beat. Yeah. So. Do you prefer Do you prefer vinyl over like a regular controller? Like, what Man, What I'm is uh like, What I'm is just a, slaughtered?
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I, the only thing I hate about DJ community sometimes like everybody has an opinion like yes, what's right they do. Oh what's my wrong, God. like bro, if you can play on something, you can play like at this point, like just rock the crowd. In my opinion, like who cares? Um, I'll play on vinyl, but like uh, my SRT is like. It's just, it's everything I need. It's got my cues right there if I want to hit the sampler. You know, it's got the CDJ feel. The knob is like butter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to get the techniques out, get the record out, get the needle out, plug in the RCAs, plug in the power cord. And it's lighter. Hurt.
1: And you know how to do all that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a, just a process. To... Man,
2: I get my SRT, boom, 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 boom. I'm ready to play. Yeah. I just like, I just want to, you know, it's just simplifying everything. Like, I'll play on whatever, like, I can play on CDJs, I can play on a controller, or a rev, whatever, but, like, just play, like, whatever's comfortable, which,
0: like, for you. So, yeah, okay. is your... That's my baby. That's your baby right yeah, there? Yeah, baby, yeah. Yes. Do Do you feel like, since you are, like, I've seen you, like, even warm up one time at V-Line, and you were scratching, and, like, I was, like... Oh, he've a DJ DJ. That <laughs> let me know right then and there like yeah. you was just warming up and yeah. um do you feel like that is a skill a DJ should have or cuz sometimes DJs feel like jukebox. It's like but I then, you know, some some could be too technical. So where do you where do you stand on that line? I think if you're in it for the art, then yeah, like, if you're in it
2: just to make... I always tell people that come to me about DJing. I said, you want to make money? You want to make art. Mm. I'm saying, if you want to make money, just learn how to play records the right way, and you'll be fine. Don't worry about scratching, beat match, all that. If you want to do it for the art, like, then learn it. To like Because other DJs are going to look at you like, can you scratch? Can you juggle? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like... Because the like the OGs that are in it, like that's still something that's important. The crab, the crab scratch, baby scratch, yes. you know, all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's necessary. It's just like, what role do you want to play within being a DJ? Um, I think if you can scratch, I think you separate yourself. Um, and then like the thing that's tough though is like a lot. It's like when women like get dolled up, who do they do it for? Women. Women. When DJs, <laughs> when DJs do DJ stuff, who's it for? DJs, DJs. for sure. You know, so it's like. You see you somebody walk,
0: walk in the building, like,
2: all oh, right, oh, okay, watch, sure. this. Watch, oh. This. Oh. watch this. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, I've been practicing this. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think it just depends, man. Like for me, like I just love the art. You know, I like to make money, but like I, I love being able to like just scratch and like wordplay things like that. Um, uh, yeah, I watch.
0: Um, you know, your IG videos, and um, I love when you do your, uh, like, you do, like, ten songs in a row, but you do it within, like, a minute or something. I, lo- I love when you do that, and I was just literally practicing that when uh, Will came to the door. Like, I was like, damn, leak. this, is, like, I love when you do that shit. That shit is dope. Um, how, like... How do you keep your crates clean, bro? Like, oh man, I am a OCD.
2: Are you? Person. Ah. <laughs> I should have brought my computer. I was just talking to someone about this. I literally,
0: I told him to tell you to bring your computer. Does uh, that work? I was, I'm trying to learn, so you know, it's like.
2: Um, I always, so like, I always tell people like to ask me about crates, like, build it uh, to where it's gonna make sense for if anyone looked at it, and then build it for how your mind worked. So like my crates, I have like a hip hop folder, and then it's like clean, dirty, nineties, two thousand, hot, trap, opening, like any situation, pop, same thing, dirty, clean, corporate, kids. Uh, Do you have um, records
1: in multiple folders? Yeah. Same record. Like different folders. Uh,
2: like a future song could be headliner, mm-hmm. trap, hop, hot hip hop. Okay. Because I'll play it in those three songs. You know, what shout I'm out Pluto. Money. Yeah. <laughs> so um, then, same with EDM. And then I have like, yeah. So and then in the comment section, because usually the comment section of Serato is like blank. Yeah. That's how I separate it from, in my mind. Club banger, top hit, go to. That way, when I type in the search bar, go to, all my songs are there. Damn. Yeah. How that's good. That's good. How how much time do you spend organizing? Man, I've deleted like my crates probably like three or four times.
0: Like, and started over. Started over. Sometimes
2: like you have to. Um, that, that's why I feel like I'm at right now. Like,
0: you know, and, um, do you use title or? I did. I use like uh, title and BeatSource, source, but I just got nervous. Like
2: sometimes Wi-Fi can be bad, and you know yes. how that goes. So, yeah. it was nice to just be able to pull a song. Uh, but I just, I just hate. I've had, I've had times where I try to get on the internet, at a wedding, and my. My whole system crashed, oh, and then I was like, uh, "I gotta restart
0: Serato," and like, yeah, that's, that's a terrible feeling. Yeah, you gotta just take that out <laughs> yeah. in that situation. What uh, DJ pools, do you do you like?
2: So I have BPM. I've that I BPM Supreme recently. I used to use my MP three a lot. Uh, I use DMS and then Headliners as well. So,
0: so when you're rocking, like say. Um, I think it used to be at Bar Twenty Three. Yeah. Good <laughs> so, yeah. times. So, 'cause the, I've been in there a few times when you was rocking and it's like a mixed crowd. Like yeah. how do you read the crowd? Like what is your I mean you don't gotta give away your secrets, but you know, like what is like reading the crowd to you like like because a mixed crowd you're like Hmm or do you be like, fuck it, I'm going to just try to get this record off and see what happens? I think it's just like meeting everybody in the
2: middle. Like, well, when I was at 23, it was R&B night, though. So, like, that was easy because it's like people would be like, Push.
1: You might be one of my favorite R&B DJs. I love R&B. And even, like, that that layup with Knickknack, like, she's a co-R&B cool DJ, Jeez. so...
2: Knickknack's, yeah, that's a go
1: yeah so like y'all too like that shit was a layer that's one of my favorite events but yeah, go ahead i'm gonna she, fuck, cut you off
2: nah i mean speaking of her man like you want to talk about libraries mm. like we had a discussion one time like i was like yo i was like technically i was like I'm not better i was like i'm a little more progressed musically inclined she's
1: beat
0: me what you what you well, you do me
1: a favor and tell her to come on my podcast because she's shout out cool. Nick, I will, man. I will talk to her. Thank
0: you. She's she's getting too Ooh.
2: famous
1: for me. You know how dope <laughs> she is. You know how dope she is. Like when I first met her, like I was like, like <laughs> I was like, what's your name? And she was like Nicole. I said. You mean DJ Knick Like you know what I'm saying? Like DJ, she she DJ, try to like yeah. dumb it down. Like nah, man, oh, I'm yeah. Nicole. Like nice Close to meet you. Blah blah blah. I'm like yeah, Come on, working. man. Like, I know you.
2: People, but like people like that, man. Like they just inspire you too because like we're all competition by the same day. Like we're all like we're all just trying. How to do you
1: introduce yourself then?
2: I just say
0: leak. Yeah. Yeah. Leak. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so <clears throat> reading the crowd is no, just reading Um.
2: It just like Depends where I'm at I mean for the most part Like you know what people want And you know what they don't want mm-hmm. I'm very like Analytical as well Okay and, like OCD Like Sometimes I'll get on Twitter Like It'd be like an RB night I'll go on Twitter Like type in Bar 23 And you know? like, I'll be like Oh all right. Like Bar 23 was rocking Or like man that shit was lame I'll be like okay Why was it lame Like I'm very like Crowd driven Okay Like I'm very consumer driven I can DJ for myself In my house all day Like If I'm gonna step out of the house And DJ like
0: You want to entertain and... Yeah, like, some
2: DJs are like, I ain't playing, I'm playing what I want to play. It's like, I can get that, but it's like, people are coming to see you and pay money to drink, like, they want to enjoy themselves, and I want them to enjoy themselves, too. So I always try to, like, find stuff that people like or want to hear. Um, You know, like, when I do, like, a bodega, I try to, like I said, I try to just sometimes take chances yeah like, you know there's some people that you're going to ruffle their feathers but man i don't want to hear this but then like there's some people that's like that might love it um especially like when i was younger um it was tough like you know you go from like in the club like Fergie and it's like <sighs> <laughs>
3: it's
0: <laughs> yeah. like ah, you know what i'm saying that but, one like, didn't connect, but, <laughs> but when
2: you learn the business side of it it doesn't affect you as much because what hayes taught me I remember one night, I was like man, the club was rocking. Bar didn't make no money, but the club was packed. Mm. What do you mean? Play bangers all night. And people didn't get to the bar.
0: Oh, you didn't yeah. take him on the journey. You didn't bring them down. Yeah, so like
2: you learned that you have to play stuff that maybe people necessarily don't like or want to hear.
1: Like a filler, kind of yeah. like, like filler. A filler. Mm. Like
2: think about like a party. You you eventually, like, you want to go get a drink. You yeah. want to grab some food. If you just you use up, up, up
1: all the time, like, god damn. <laughs> I need to chill out, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Get so it.
2: one thing I learned was it's okay to play stuff that people may not like. It's okay to, like, slow it down because people, got we got to spend. We got to make money. The bar has to make money. The bar has
0: to make money. That's the most important thing. Keep the lights on. Yeah. It's so, like a house party, yeah. that'd be different. Do whatever you want. Right. How did you... Well, wow. I mean, you don't have to explain, like, how you transition, but how did the, the, the crew and the Buckeye stuff, that's all that? That's what I that, wanted to ask about. Um, <laughs> because that's, like, you know, that's impressive, man. That's, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like you're a celebrity DJ in, in that aspect of Columbus. Yeah. You know, like. I'm trying you know, to escape that.
1: <laughs> I mean, to be honest, that's when I really first noticed you because I'm a huge soccer fan, yeah. and I was like, it was like, crew DJ. I like everybody wanted to be the DJ oh, for the crew be and be shit. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like for sure. Thank All you guys, for the invite. We'll, we'll talk about yes, it. Oh, yes sir. And then um <laughs> so they was <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but like everybody want to be crew DJ and then everybody's like, "Oh, I don't want to drop those names and shit, but you know it was niggas that was going for that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, and then it was like, oh, leak. Did they want to do it before I was doing it? No, exactly. So it was like it's like leak, like the DJ, like like damn, like who's this nigga leak? Like you know what I'm saying? Like and how he get plugged in? Blah blah blah. blah. The thing so is
2: like it's so funny. People are like, oh, that's crazy. You you the crew DJ? I'm like, bro, I've been doing this for six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was doing Mafre when nobody was coming to the games, mm-hmm. Like it's funny, like you said in the intro, like you know, kind of came out of nowhere, but. No, nah, I've been doing this for like 10 years. Like, now that you know the story, like, I've been doing this since like, yeah. I moved to Columbus. And so like, I'm like a young OG, I guess. Like now it's weird. Like people are like, can you like sit and get lunch with me? I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. like hey, chill, man. <laughs> man. I'm like, oh, All right, fuck. that old motherfucker. <laughs> <like. laughs> um, but so it's funny. I was doing it with City News. Mm. My boys had asked me to film it. South City. Out City, man. I love City. Um, my one, two, uh, my boy Access and my boy DJ show, like they would DJ on the, on the plaza. I think that I got kind of tired of it. Like it was the crew. It was the plaza. It wasn't like the most luxurious gig. They asked me to fill in one day and then like I did, but to a young dude like me, I'm like, yo, I'm DJ. It's an opportunity. It. It's an opportunity. So then like I started doing it, doing the plaza. They kind of like gave me the gig. It was me and City. He would rock the crowd. I would play the music. City is so good at that too. Man. man. Um, so you know, we was rocking Mafrey when the crew was like... Man. Terrible. Yeah, was yeah, terrible. So it was me and my boy Mike, uh Access. I would do the plaza, sometimes with him, like we split. Uh, and then one year the crew said, we're going to start doing in-bowl uh DJs. So Mike was the main in-bowl DJ. Um, then I was the plaza DJ, but still, like I said, it's the crew. They wasn't really... So that year went by and he's like, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. It's yours. So then they made me the in-bowl DJ. And I was like, oh. yo...
1: I'm, I'm doing a, this. If
2: there's one thing I I will brag about, I'm a master marketer. Yeah, talk I'm about marketing, it. I love my it. thing. Yeah. Like, I study it. I learn how to make graphics. Like I buy I bought a camera. Like everything I've done, sure. marketing has been like me. Um, and so like I, I leveraged it. Like you know, I had my name on the back of the jersey. I'm taking pictures. I'm introducing myself to the players. I'm I'm DMing them like, hey, like what do y'all want to hear? Like I'm I'm making sure that I make the best of it so then like you know i'm djing for the crew they start getting a little bit better the next thing you know um we go to the cup and cup and then like it's COVID, so like they're like yo we're gonna uh the craziest thing during COVID, i'm in the stadium with no
1: fans yeah but you gotta rock it there's like we still want to have a dj for
2: the players of course (laughs) oh like thank god i need to get out of the house but like bro djing for no fans it was crazy but it was per, it was it was a blessing because when we went to the playoffs, like I was like, yo, we might make the championship. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: And so like I got the DJ the twenty twenty MLS Cup during COVID. That's a fucking stat, a
1: huge stat, nigga. like, like yeah. Like I got That's a dope. ring, like yeah. give me a ring and everything. Yeah.
2: And so that was huge. That was huge. Like everyone start recognizing the crew. Then
0: the new stadium. Yeah. yeah you know I was a part of the construction team that built oh, wow. stadium. that's
1: crazy I didn't even know that yeah. oh yeah you did tell me that yeah. that's dope
0: appreciate you <laughs> yeah it was uh, it was dope watching it you know basically from yeah ground dirt. zero dirt, yeah ground, I was there from I was there from December of 2020 to July of 2021 and seven months we watched like yeah literally that's beautiful stadium
2: man that's beautiful, beautiful. Um, so, yeah, when they got the new stadium, I was like, I literally like reflected. I'm like, I'm going to be the first person to DJ in the stadium.
1: Yeah.
0: Ever. Yeah. So that's a, that's a big honor, man.
2: I was like, yo, this is nuts. Um, but when I was younger, I definitely had some close calls. Like, I didn't know how to be a professional. And so I was very grateful to do it younger because I definitely don't think I would have been in this position. You know, I'd be like pulling up to meetings five minutes, like close to the meetings and my mark or er, uh yeah, like my marketing presence, like yo, where you at? My, I'm, like, oh, I'm in a parking lot. I'm walking. She's like, bro, you need like you need to be here. We're earlier. starting at like, we're this starting time. In five minutes. Yeah. Um, and so like I learned a lot through that process, like just working with like a major, like even though the crew wasn't like as good, it was still a major league soccer team for sure, like, absolutely an organization. Yeah. So I learned how to be professional even more in that aspect, and, like showing up on time and like making sure I have my crates together, songs together, things like that. Um. And then, like you said earlier, man, just just being a likable person, showing up with a smile on your face, showing up, acting like you want to be there, putting the work in, um, putting the extra things in. Like I said, doing the marketing, uh, like I, I would reaching have reaching out to the
1: players, yeah, learning the, players, the sport, building a no for sure.
2: So I think they saw like, you know, sometimes in the meetings, i be like, oh yeah, so and so said like this and that. they be like, wait, you talk to so and so? I'm like, yeah. They're like, you talk to the players? I'm like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're real people. <laughs> so like they, you
2: know, like they became my homies, like my friends, like and that's how I always approach it. Like, look, man, y'all playing the sport, I'm DJing, I'm trying to help y'all win because like that's. My I'm trying guy. to give
1: y'all the energy, right? You know,
2: so um, I always try to build like a good relationship with the guys, you know, not on like a a fan level, but just more like a, like a homie level. Like you want to hear.
1: So did you you parlay that, uh, crew into the Buckeyes or the other way around? Buckeyes came
2: out of nowhere for real, man. Um, so I, uh, so I worked with a company too, shot my boy Ben, uh, called B squad. And, uh, we did like corporate events and, uh, things like that. Um, and then we started doing, I can't remember exactly how we did it, but I was DJing a volleyball game, Ohio state women's volleyball and things like that. And then out of nowhere, they just kind of approached me like, would you be interested in hosting the games? You know, I had been doing the crew and like, I got introduced to the crew and stuff like that. I, maybe they've seen some videos, but I'm thinking like one game, like, would you just want to come out? Maybe just DJ, just whatever. Hey, you know, nah. Just a gig. Like, yeah, I'll do it. It was, my, it was a
1: new job. Yeah, like, no, every game. Every game. <laughs> um,
2: And so, like, I don't know, like the first year is like a trial run, but like, you know, hosting for me was like i always wanted to do like you know i want to be on the radio so like having a mic in my hand and like being a sports fan you know i I would always go to Cavs games you know you see a my cleveland that's hard um and so like when i got that gig i was like yo this is a big like there's a crew then there's ohio state Mm -hmm. (laughs) absolutely ohio state is king that's it's
1: yeah. yeah, I ain't never. Played. It's our it's our professional, it's our
2: profession. and even though the basketball team, like you know, I think that was on like uh, EJ was on the team, so it's like right after like um, Jay Sean and them had just left, you yeah. know, like uh, Kaden and all them. So, um, I think you know, the team was like doing well, but uh, man, I got that, I got that, and I didn't know how to be a host. Club hosting is one thing, but sports, entertainment, entertainment, man. I'm like, yo, this is. Di-. Like, to, like I got this the first script, I said I have to know all this. It was like ten reads. And it's like camera in your face, live. Hey, what's going on, Buckeye fans? I'm here with Will tonight. He's gonna compete in the and it's like you gotta know every word, what section, what they're competing in, who's the sponsor.
1: And it changes every game. It
2: change well for the most part, yeah, like yeah. and it's just like you gotta get to I got to a point I'm like, do it without the script so you can just be calm. Natural, yeah. Um, but then you got to learn how like enunciate, and then like cool. I'd watch videos. I'm like, leaked. I get excited. I start talking fast. I'm like, slow Putting down. Putting the words together. I'm like, slow down, bro. Like you know, I'm take a deep breath. Calm
0: down. Like, you're in
2: front of twelve thousand people on a jumbotron. <laughs> That's and like, crazy. Yo, <laughs> like this is. <laughs> yeah, nuts. you don't want to fumble <laughs> over your words. <laughs> and I definitely do. You just at this point you just laugh it off and like yeah. you know you're not perfect, but. Um, you know, I, I would practice at home or in a car on the way to the game, you know,
3: For stuff sure. like
2: that. But, um, yeah, they gave me the opportunity and I, I just made sure that I'll just put the time in. So,
0: that's yeah, nah, that's super dope, man. <clears throat> and it's crazy. Like, you know, I know he uh, wills a soccer fan and I'm a basketball fan. So when I see you and I'm like, yo, like that's crazy to me, like yeah. <clears throat> only because it's like. I know there's people that want that opportunity, but they ain't put in the work. And that's so. why I don't
2: take it lightly either. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, now that, you know, I'm hitting my Jay Z years. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you look back and, you know, sometimes, like, people say stuff like that and you're just like, man, like, I don't know how I got here. But then, like, I, I do look back and I look at my. uh...
1: You, how you got here. Yeah, you, know you, you
2: look at the breadcrumbs and you're like, man, like, I've, I've been working. Like, Facts. My, like my mom like when I graduated she's like I don't know how you graduated cause I'm for <laughs> real cause like it's Monday through Wednesday it's regular life then Thursday Friday Saturday I'm DJing yeah like at one point I was DJing Thursday somewhere in college Ohio State Fridays on my ugly tuna Saturdays I'm literally getting home on a Friday night all my friends are drunk at the crib we all go to bed and they're talking about game day plans I'm like I gotta be at Big Bar at 10 a.m. Right And it's 2 o'clock at night Which means I gotta get up early Shower Get dressed Maybe get some food Which means I gotta be up at like Maybe 8.30
1: Yeah He said get maybe, maybe get some food
2: Yeah man So it's like I didn't really like I missed out on a lot too Cause I was always working And I still work a lot And I still miss out on a lot But it's like You know Every weekend I'm in a club DJing Yeah 20 22 23 On a Thursday On a Friday On a Saturday Doing events Things like that Um you know, so it's like, yeah, like, you
0: look back, you're like, nah, like, I did. I guess I did. Yeah, for then. sure. So, so you, you said something, and um, we talked about it a little bit off mic, but it's important. <clears throat> you said that, you know, all your friends were drunk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And recently, just, you decided <laughs> to, you know, I mean, that's just party life, right? Because yeah. we all we all been there. But you recently stopped drinking. Mm-hmm. Like, was there a moment, or was it a... Was it an incident, or was it a, like, oh, my God moment to... Um, I think, well, one, the hangover just got terrible. (laughs) Absolutely.
2: Um, But everything aside of that, like, you know, I just started making decisions that really were starting to affect my day-to-day. You know, like, when you're in college and, like, you know, you miss a class and, like, you know, you just kind of hungover, it's like, whatever, but... You know, when you get older, you start doing more adult things when you're drunk mm-hmm. that really have consequences.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I was noticing just patterns and just the way I was starting to act when I was drunk or just wanting to just be so drunk because it was like, if I'm drinking, I'm, I'm drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like an escape.
2: And like the thing, too, is like I was like, I know the more I drink, the more I'm gonna just not care how I play. And so, like, I would drink, and like, be like you're going crazy, man, you going, and, like, and it's like, okay, like, people like drunk me when I'm DJing, mm-hmm. and so, like, the shots were coming out of everywhere, like, and, like, you know, like, when you're DJing, you're taking shots with everybody, like, you feel like the man, like, you know, and I'm talking like, bro, I'm taking 10 shots a night, cool. like, I'm Tough.
1: I'm drinking. And you don't know what they are, like. <laughs> oh, it's tequila. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm about to say, like, because people just send drinks, like, to the DJ booth. I All mean,
2: right. it got so bad, like, everybody knew, like, I was a tequila drinker, mm. because, like, Man, it be sometimes people's like, bro, you was taking them shot. like, and then like little comments like that, you really just start to reflect on you're like, I don't, that's not a good look, you know, like, and I remember like even before then, like girls would tell me like, yeah, like I just kind of watch your stories, like you just seem like a party boy.
1: And I'm like, hey. I'm like I'm
2: not really, like I'm really not. Like Monday through Thursday, I'll be chilling, like, mm-hmm. but people only know about you like what they see, and not not to say that like everybody deserves to know everything about you, but you know you are what you project you, you are what people see all the time and like mm-hmm. people can only take that and be like well that's all that's all i see and uh you know my one boy he said something really uh big of me one night he's like bro i can't be drinking with you and you send me motivational podcasts in the morning and like he was joking but but in that moment i was it. like yeah it hit me hard hit. i was like dang i'm out here trying to like push people to live better lives but i'm battling my own demons like drinking and like yeah and there's nothing wrong with, you know having a drink or two like i'm not here to be holier than now now that i'm like not drinking but you know it gets to a point where it's like what are you trying to do mm-hmm. are you trying to inspire people and help people or like like what do you like what are you really trying to do um uh, yeah. so like that really like um that hit me and then like when i did announce like, i wasn't drinking like my inbox flooded mm-hmm. like people are like man like we talked for, know, sure, like, for sure for uh, sure people are like you i'm proud of you like i'm happy for you and i was like man like you can still inspire people and not be it turned like, up so but every time
1: like we talk like not drinking is inspirational too though like you know what i'm saying because like yeah. you feel like totally different as far as not even just mentally but physically and like you start to just see stuff clear, like it's a you natural just, high. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just totally different. So uh, definitely.
2: Yeah. yeah. Some days I mean like it's it hasn't been too tough because, like, you know, when I tried to do like sober January two years ago, like peer pressure, I was like and that's the thing too, like people be like you? You're not drinking? <laughs> yeah okay and it's like right. that's how you see me like yeah that's tough and it's like you really gotta take a step back and be like how do y'all really see me because i'm more than just like this lit turn dj like that just you know but i'll get drunk i'll buy bottle service for people like man i remember one that has a dahlia and two of my boys it's their birthday i spent like 1200 and i just woke up i was like Why? Why did I do that? Why? (laughs) Because like you just get drunk and like I'm a very like, um, when I get drunk like I'm a very how do I put it,
1: friendly, um, generous, friendly,
2: generous, and like, um, you want to
0: make sure everybody's happy.
2: Life of the
1: party. Life of the party. Like,
2: uh, like, we all kicking it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'll I'll take care of the tab. You know, after hours like, the You're hungry?
1: Like, oh my
2: after hours used to be lit. I'm (laughs) talking like. Man, it would be like three boxes of pizza, one pepperoni, one pepperoni bacon on it. Like, (laughs) people coming to the crib with goodie bags. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, um, what's the little service you can get? Uh, Go Puff. I'm getting two boxes of like White Claws. I'm bringing home like bottles of Casamigos from the club. But like, that was me. Like, I wanted to be like that guy, like hosting and like, but you know, cause I'd be drunk and I'm like, man, whatever. Like, it's whatever. everybody just come to my spot. You know, so like, I've just reached a point in my life where I'm like, man, like, I wanna just help people live like a better life because, you know, I know like drinking was like my crutch. You No, know, I have fun, like you have fun. You know For what I'm sure. Like, you know, you party with people, but there are some points where it was my crutch too. You know, I'm like, you go through a breakup, man, I need a drink. Sure. like I why
1: is that it. always the, the go-to? Like, you know what I'm saying? Stressful day at work, For I sure. need a drink. It's yeah. like, no,
0: like go I on, say that man. every day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you love <mother> are not a five
0: <laughs> but so, uh yeah so nah I you know congratulations on that man um I got a, I got a, a very close friend that is uh four years sober and you know what I'm saying like I champion her and I you know I applaud her on that all the time um I noticed you do uh mental health Mondays mm-hmm. and I noticed that you Low-key been doing it for a while. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, but it seems like you just start ramping it back up. And, um, you know, it was very interesting. It was a post that you said within the last 12 hours, you know, it was like it was something about being prepared. And for opportunity is you know it's better to be prepared than. Oh, it's, like it's better to be prepared with no opportunity than to have uh, an opportunity and not be prepared. Mm. Yes, and um, that was the motivation today for me. Mm. Um, you know, because I'm like, because I'm not. I, I, I mean, this is the honest. Like, I'm like, <clears throat> he probably gonna flake. That's what I was thinking. Like, I get that perception a lot from people. You know, I was like. <laughs> You know, because I barely talked to him today, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, he didn't hit me and say, like, it's on. He was like, I'm beat through. And I was like, ah. <laughs> I was like, and not Flake just because it's like you, Hollywood, is like, ah, he might be busy, you know?
2: And I feel like people think that, which is so funny to me.
0: I, I just, like, I, I assume, you, but... no, I just assume, like, people are busy. Not like they don't personally mess with me, but, yeah. and that's what I was thinking, but I was like, let me... I'm for sure busy. Like, Let me I, do my research on you today yeah. to be prepared. Cause the opportunity, I appreciate like, that. Cause it, it definitely like, <clears throat> I do take
2: my time like serious. Cause like I'm tired. Like I, I mean, I'm tired. Like I work full time and then like I had to meet <laughs> with a wedding client after. And it's like, you know, then just, just a lot of stuff on my plate. Um, but being able, I love to sit and talk. Like that's one thing I love to do. And like when he reached out, I was like, no, like let's do it for sure. Like, yeah. Um, because I know his intentions were also good and I think that's another thing too I think um, I just try to read that is like where are the intentions you mm-hmm. know because I do feel like I'm in this space and you do have to take a step back and reflect and like, like hey I'm growing into this person that people perceive and like mm-hmm. may, I, I may not think
1: and then it. you also have to think like what do you want from me or you know what I'm saying it's like what are weird, you gonna man. It, it, it's, that's why I said that because like you have to always be cognizant of that like what are you trying to get from me or what do you want me to do for you? Or what what's what's going on? You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that we had that type well, of thing. But we've known rapport. each other yeah, like, for a sure. it, so it's
2: it's different.
0: Yeah. Um, but I, um, where are we going what was the question? I'm sorry. No, um with your what's your mental health oh, Mondays, mental yeah. Um with I started therapy and I um, you know, and I'm not like I'm not a person that's like ashamed of it, but no. I'm not a person that'd be like, everybody needs therapy. I'm not that. <laughs> this is my personal journey, yeah. um, but I, I do it every other Monday, and then I senior mental health Mondays, and like, why do you do that? Like, why do you think that's important Man. to you? So, I'll answer that.
2: I'll start with the mental health Monday. So, I lived in Arizona for a little bit, and um, I got to a place where I was posting stuff all the time, like positive stuff, like quotes of the day, things like that. And people were really like, Hey man, I needed this. Hey man, like this helped me out today. You know, same type of situation. And, um, I was like, man, I want, I wish I could do this in person. I wish I could like, you know, just bring this positivity, like in person to people. And so I said, if I ever moved back, I want to create that. So I moved back and I created this group called just breathe um that's the mental health page that i I collaborate with like that's my page like i post all the content i write all the stuff i find all the quotes um and so we would meet every other monday Uh, we start meeting at uh, my friend's apartment and i would prepare slides and we would just talk about mental health in a safe space and uh man it got to a great place like we at one point we were averaging like 15 to 20 people per session. That's dope. I was providing food, things like that. And then obviously COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we try to do the online thing. That, <laughs> that
1: don't work. Uh,
2: It's tough to talk about mental health on your computer, man. Like it, it is. It it didn't work out. But that was going well. Um the reason I started was when I really uh, it's funny, my Facebook memories pop up and I've always kind of been that person. Um, you know, my mom kinda of instilled that into me. Um she ran a nonprofit for underprivileged children. And so, like, I think the spirit to help people has kind of always been there. Like, I grew up like that. Um, but when I got hurt,
1: track was, like,
2: everything to me. Like, mm-hmm. that was my, like, you know, I wasn't, like, I I was, like, a known person in high school. But, like, I was, like, a little nerdy black kid, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, and... When I got good at track, I was like, yo, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, one MVP of the county <laughs> went to state. I'm like, yo, this is like, it became my identity. You yeah, know? yeah. That's when your younger things do. And so when I tore my hamstring and, and I couldn't, couldn't run, I was stripped of who I was. Yeah. Because I wasn't DJing. I wasn't DJ League. You know, yeah. I was, now I was just
0: like, is I like music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: right. Um, so like, I got real depressed. My, mm. my homies were at practice, I'm in the dorm because I, I don't need to be at practice. You know, coaches like, if you can't be here, you need to be doing homework, studying type things like that. That's tough. So I'm in the dorms every day and like they don't get done with practice until late. I'm like, I'm not about to wait till 8 o'clock to go to the food hall to get dinner. So now I'm eating dinner by myself. Mm. So like, I just hit this dark hole, this dark space. Like I can't run. I'm hurt. I'm drinking heavy. I'm telling you, man, like when I got hurt, we would get back from track meets. I was pouring New Amsterdam. Mm in my cup with no chaser
1: well that shit was like five dollars for a bottle bro sky new amsterdam sky Spedica.
2: oh like man. i'm talking like all the cheap stuff yeah that's the, bottom, and of the like, bottom i'm so hurt because i can't run i'm like i'm in this just get mode like mm. and like when i get to those modes like i really gotta tap in like and, and take care of myself like people i would people would be like let me get some of your stuff they would drink my cup and be like Bro, this is straight liquor. I'm like, you're soft. <laughs> like, I, because I'm so hurt, and I got to that point where I'm drinking. It was like, you know, I remember watching Maurice Claret bringing like alcohol to Ohio State. Like that was me.
1: Yeah. You know,
2: because I I was just so I couldn't do nothing, and I was like one of the top runners on the team. So one, you feel like you let your team down. Two, you lost your identity, and so yeah, I got to this this point. You know, where I was like, I don't want to feel like this. I don't. I hate this feeling. I hate feeling low. So I just start watching like speeches in my dorm, reading quotes, getting the quote app. My roommates got sick of me. Cause I, like, every, every day is a new quote. You yeah, know, yeah, saying, yeah. Like, yeah. here go this positive nigga. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. um, like I just got out of jail and just read the quote. <laughs> <laughs> brother Malik. Brother Malik. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so. Brother. <laughs> brother, brother. Put down the, uh, the wrist. What's of these <laughs> bean pies, oh, brother? <laughs> Which actually is funny. My, my granddad was, uh, part of the nation. Um,
1: Damn, that's yeah, dope. That's how I got my name,
2: Malik, uh, from Malik Al-Shabazz. Uh, so, that's dope. Yeah, my so. dad was a, was a big Malcolm X fan. Um, but yeah, I, I got to a place where I didn't like feeling like that, and I was like, I'm not this person. I'm a happy dude, goofy dude, so I was like, I gotta get out of this hole. So I just started, like, you know, really just tapping in with mental health, and I learned a lot about it over the years, and, um, after that, I just, I just wanted to live a more positive life, and then, um just became just became who I was you know I just kinda just took that route so
0: man I I mean I think it's dope um you know mental health is a is a real thing I think some people exploit it man and, and we can talk about that for another hour yeah yeah I think some people exploit it and you know uh, shout out to Charlamagne the guy cause I feel like he definitely exploited it but huh? that's my personal opinion on that um <laughs> <clears throat> but it it still takes it takes bravery to walk it like you talk it you know what i'm saying so like you said like all right i'll stop the drinking like you said like your man said you can't be sending me positive <laughs> stuff when you you know what i'm saying Get me out late. here wow yeah, yeah so you buy
3: me
2: drinks and then you send me at my let in the morning <laughs> yeah
0: so i think i think that's um you know as long as you walk in the path that you're talking i think that is the measuring stick for yourself, you know. And um, I'm trying to get to that space, so it's definitely encouraging, yeah, it's bro. A, it's, it's definitely a, encouraging. It's everyday
2: crime, man. <clears throat> but that's the thing, like you said, I just kind of felt hypocritical, like behind closed doors, you know, being like, because yeah. well, you gotta look well. yourself in the mirror. And it's like, you know, it's like I, it's like, oh, you haven't journaled in a month, mm. you know, not you meditate, you know. So um, <clears throat> I really had to take a step back. And um, make sure I was, like you said, walking like I talked it in. Yeah. I was like, if I really, really want to like walk this, I got to stop, you know, and people are like, oh, you just cut back. I'm like, nah, nah. So I got to just stop. <laughs> At least for now, like, you know, people ask me like, oh, are you ever going to drink again? I'm like, I don't know. I don't bro, know.
1: And that was about, I was about to comment on like, once you take something out of your life and you see how functional you are without it, like. Do you need to add it back? Like you know what I'm saying? Like what what would be the benefits to add it back? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like so
2: I, and I yeah, I don't wanna go I get worried like if I do like start bringing it back like, you know.
1: Will it will you spiral like you did before? Like Oh like
2: three I'll just have a couple. Like yeah. I just get drunk tonight and then it's like, oh, i get I was drunk last night, I could be drunk tonight. Like Um You know, people are like, oh like, what's your timetable? I'm like, I don't really
3: <laughs> You don't
2: have oh, one. a journey. Yeah, it's like uh what do the Catholics do? Uh Lent,
0: Lent. <laughs> I'm like nah this ain't Lent I'm just giving nah. it up
1: for until the time being you know what I'm saying yeah that's dope
0: yeah, yeah man so salute salute on that journey man and um, you know hopefully you stay on and I hope you keep some the motivational stuff like as cliche and corny as it may seem like like I said today it, it helped me you know what I'm saying today is like I seen that and I was like let me go. Let me go do my research. Like you know what I'm saying. Like instead of num- my normal questions and stuff like that. Um, like,
2: hearing that helps me because there's times where like I mean when I was younger I used to post I'm like man like people are gonna call me whack corny but like those are people projecting insecurities. Yeah. So I got to a point I'm like if one person can hit me up and be like yo like that just help me out like that's all that matters you know because once you start growing mm-hmm. you start uh, shredding. You know, you start. Um, you know, like I got a plant. Leaves are dropping off. I would
1: say sh- shedding. Shedding. Thank yeah, you. It, you got it.
2: Um, and you start to notice that certain people just aren't on the same frequency in the same mindset, <sighs> and it sucks. But you really start to be like, wow, I'm, I'm different. Like not in a bad way, but like you're. You start seeing like, like the way I think about. Like I always claim myself as a lover of life i love life i want to experience life to the fullest of relationship um you know traveling my craft like i want to just do everything like as best i can like, to the best and you notice like not everybody wants that yeah, No. like not everybody wants to experience that and it's like you start to notice that when you take a step back and you quit drinking and you post about your goals and your dreams and you listen to podcasts and you send stuff to people and they are not, you know, they don't. Really- and they don't
1: even read it. Like, they'll send you, like, I hate when I send people stuff and be like, huh? Or they'll be like, what's this? Bitch, read it. <laughs> like, I just, I send it to you for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, what's this? Like,
2: yeah, like, instead be like, thank you. you
1: exactly. Know? So, like,
2: you start to notice, like, you're just, you're on a different, you're starting to blaze a different path. And, like, that's kind of where I'm getting in my own personal life. I'm like, man, like, I want so much for my life. And, like I said, we talked about that blank check. My blank mm-hmm. check just looks a lot different than what others want, and Facts. that's fine. Like I will never, you know, look down on somebody for what they want in their life. But it it's like for me in my life, it's like I don't want to, like you know, sometimes people are like, oh, you, Mayor Columbus. I'm like, that's cool, but like, I don't <laughs> want to be mayor of the world. You yeah, know what I want to like, I want to yeah. like, travel. I want to like see the world. Like, there's other people doing it. I, there's people I see getting flown out to, you know. European countries and DJing. yeah, I was gonna say Dubai getting yeah, busy like, like doing March Matt like my boy Bandcamp like he does Shout out to Bandcamp, Shout out to Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Like he definitely want to interview Bandcamp too. He's doing I it.
1: I told you I'm gonna get you
2: And uh, like I talk to him sometimes and like when I talk to him I'm like bro like this is like the energy I need in my life Like you know, yeah. he just gives you like that OG wisdom.
1: He's super positive too. Oh my god. He's super positive if There's ever a
0: blueprint to follow. Yes, yeah. yeah.
1: super positive
0: So speaking of speaking of band camp and like I hate to put you on the spot, but like who are your favorite DJs in the city? Oh, Oh, in the city? Three. I just need three. I ain't even gonna hit you with that. Dylan, (laughs) dialon. Um Camp's not really in the city.
1: He be here, but he's not in the city, right?
0: Columbus DJs. Columbus DJs. Before you answer that, I'll give you time to think of that. As a DJ, can you go into bars and clubs and hear other DJs spin and not be in DJ mode? Can you just no. be... Just go have a good time, like...
2: No. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. No, never. Not at all. Like, I am listening for songs I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm listening for... That's the best thing about DJing. And like, when you're not doing it, like, when you're a student, like if i ever go listen to another dj even if it's somebody who i think is just starting sometimes i'm like oh my god i've not heard this song in years i'm like bro you're brilliant i'm like this is i'm like dang, you know really? so like i'm always just trying to be a student but no i go in and i want to listen and like i want to you know not critique but i want to like you're well, you you gonna, you critique, critique. You gonna critique though but in a sense <laughs> like how would i have done that yeah like how would i have you know done that cleaner or you know, do I play that? When's the last time I played that song or, you know what I'm saying? Like, or what not to do? Like, Mm -hmm. that was a bad transition. Like, you know, maybe next time I should be like, it's never to be like, yo, he
0: sucks. Because it's funny, like me practicing, like, you know, and you'll hear me say that a lot over the next year. So I'm practicing DJ. We all should be. I feel like before I started, I feel like I could do that. I, I'm picking songs already, like, yeah. i would have to play this, and then when you're actually doing it, so it's like, yo, it's so this different. song, the, the BPMs are 30, 30 BPMs apart, like, it... How did you do that? Yeah, like, it don't even make sense, but in your mind, before, you like, oh, I'm going to play this record right here, and i It always sounds good. Yeah, 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 so, um, yeah. I, always, I always laugh at my DJ friends, like... Um, when I go out with them because it's like I hate that they, 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 they don't stay long it's always like they make their rounds they dap somebody up they'll dap the DJ up and then they'll be like yeah yeah, yeah people don't appreciate good DJs like there's
2: times like I'll be playing a set I'll be locked in and I'm like man no one even cared about that transition yeah and it'll be something I thought of on the spot i like yo this about to go crazy yeah. and are just like play that dude with little Baby and I'm just like
0: but I just, I just yeah, you didn't yeah. just see
1: what I just did
0: alright <laughs> As a DJ, how do you feel about stems? Love, stems? love stems. Love stems. I love
2: and I hate them. I love stems for the creativity, but I hate it because, like,
1: there's going to be niggas that's using them that shouldn't be. I'm
2: going to sound like a hater. I'm going to sound like an old man hater. I know
1: what you're about to say.
2: That, not that, but, like, so many people get on, like, TikTok, and they're like, my new mashup or my new blend. I'm like, bro, you're doing what DJs are supposed to be doing anyways in the club, <laughs> mixing two songs. Yeah. And people are like, I need that on my SoundCloud. I'm like, he just mixed two songs with an instrumental and a vocal. Like, that's what. That's he, what you're supposed to do supposed anyway. to, Yeah, but like, but I can't hate on it because it's like my boys, like, it's social media. We want to be entertained. And yeah.
1: they they so low vibrating that they don't even know that that's what you're supposed to do. Like, it would be like
2: literally like a DJ, not even mixing. He'll just like play two songs together and like, just he'll, like he'll, he'll play. It it play and, it. And, and like, a million views. I'm just like, I'm over here, like,
1: right scratching my ass off Beat catching like catching breaks like ah, 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 juggling days.
2: like those videos like bro sometimes they take me like 50 takes 50 you know, right? takes but because That's crazy. i'm also like uh like i said i'm ocd
1: yeah and so i'll listen to it i'm
2: like nope not clean enough or i'll watch it and i'm like nope i didn't have enough energy in that video because i want to put out a good product right like i don't want to be for me because like when i look back two three years and i watch videos i, I want to be like yep
1: that was fire That was fire It's still fire Still fire Yeah
2: um, But yeah um, I love Stems I love that we can Like get creative And like mash up Things on the spot Things like that
1: um, I need to hear you Do an R&B set with Stems I'll probably lose My fucking mind I'd probably go cr- like, Don't
0: oh think god. it slipped my mind. Still so need just top uh, three. <laughs> uh, Chase is one of my dogs. I Shout always, out to Chase, man. Love Chase. Chase. I love Chase. That's, his, Chase, that's my brother, man. man. Chase been dodging me on the interview tip too, man. I, I'm just trying to show love to the DJs, man.
1: Chase is so underrated. I love Chase. He's man. so underrated. Very underrated. Yeah. Chase. His Chase. army bag is amazing. Oh my it god. Is,
0: uh, Ch- I feel
2: like Chase is underrated because he just does- doesn't care.
1: <laughs> he doesn't like. He don't want to be a DJ. He like, does he does, about, yeah. yeah, he just don't care. Like, like, he can DJ, but it's not like something that he just yeah. dies to do. Like, I don't yeah, know. He doesn't scream
0: like, book me, book me. Yeah. Like, so, all right, we got Chase. I'm trying to. No think. order, no order, no order. I love when I get to
2: play with my boy. Be ready, but he like don't DJ that much either.
1: But when That's he dope. did, when he was shout out, be ready because he would always man.
2: play a different kind of set. Like, he would always, bro, like, he was not playing, he was one of them DJs, like, I'm playing what I want to play.
1: Yeah. But,
2: like, he would play some fire stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my boy, on the other, like, non-hip-hop side, my boy Justin Nice, uh, he DJs at, he mostly Seesaw. Like, he DJed in Vegas. Like, he's got some good connections. Like, he can throw down a set, too. Hip-hop, EDM. Um, I just don't get to see a lot of dudes DJ that much. like, I got I mean like I got love for my boy Midas like that's my dog Midas shout out yep, Midas. I interview Midas That's the homie, that's my brother. Um
0: Burn is the homie, you know. Interview Burn. Uh Burn's always Burn tra- is blowing up my phone right now in the group chat and it's very irritating so Burn when you hear this let's you're keep texting my phone and it's <laughs> very irritating right now. I like
2: I like what Burn's trying to do cuz he's trying to bring back like the Breaking Records vibe. Yeah. Which more power to him. Cause he's like,
1: <laughs> cause
2: he'll always be like, if you don't want to hear Preach by Dolph or you don't want to hear Tamiya, like he, he, he like the show ignited DJ right now. Like you tired of some DJ is doing this and that in the club, come to death rope But, uh, no, he's, he's trying to like push the DJ culture to like get people to appreciate like different music, yeah. different genres. Music, yeah. Like, yeah. and not here. Cause like everybody plays dreams and nightmares. Everybody. I don't plays need to hear that ever again for real. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dolph. Like, I R- repeat R- a Dolph, but it's like, how many times can you play? Preach. preaching in 100 shots. But, 100 shots? But the thing that is. That don't even go in the
1: club no more, for real. Nah. It, feel, it,
2: it worked. Like, it worked. The the 100 is, shots? It's like, I heard it's like people are institutionalized by music now. Facts. So That's a like, super fact. They're so, I always say DJing is a psychology. Sorry for going over time, too. Like Nah, we
0: good. We Gucci.
2: Um, DJing is like a psychology. People go out and they want familiarity. Mm-hmm. Think about your friends, restaurants, bars they go to. They go to the same ones. You go to
0: especially in Columbus because we, cause we're even I we're mean, coached oh, by the radio.
1: And then they complain about hearing the same shit. But that's what they want.
0: But even, of, but even in Miami,
2: let's be real—the same celebs. They go to what? They go to Live. Mm-hmm. They go to Mr. Uh, Mr. Jones or whatever. They go to Tootsie's. Like everybody goes. When I lived in Arizona, everybody was going to the same clubs because you know the bouncer, you know the bartender, you know the GM. You feel comfortable. DJing and going out is a psychology. You want to go somewhere? Why would I want to go somewhere and I don't know if I'm gonna have a good time?
1: I don't know what they're gonna play. I don't know what I'm gonna hear. You know what Can I'm saying? Can I
2: get in? Can I get the dress code? I'm going where I know it's gonna be a solid night. Like, and then when it comes to DJing, a lot of DJs, it's like, I'm playing what I know is going to work. Like people, I remember on Twitter, like people like, I'm tired of DJs playing, this is how we do it. I'm tired of DJs playing, yeah, I'm tired. But at the same time, people are-
1: They like them songs. They like them
2: because it's familiarity. They know how to sing them drunk. They know how to rap on yeah. drum. I seen a, it. I seen it the other day. <laughs> yeah, like if you playing a new Kendrick album, people gonna be like, yeah, they might vibe to it, but like play uh play Girls Want Girls, play yeah. Jimmy Cooks, play Yeah play Just Wanna Rap. <laughs> it's it's psychology, you know what I'm saying? Like
0: So a couple more questions, bro. Yeah. Um thank you, thank you for your time, man. What is your dream gig? Mm. I've been thinking about this a lot. And I'm gonna hold you. You you uh you didn't really say. You gave a couple more names, but I'm gonna let you slide. Oh me. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what um, is your dream gig? Like the, the one. Like we seen Bandcamp do the you know the championship game. Yeah, He's was gonna have to DJ on the moon. We <laughs> <laughs> we see. I, I, you DJ. Well, you hosted the Ohio State game when they beat Duke in in 2021. That was crazy. Like, like, as a sports fan, that's got to be, like, incredible. Like, what is your dream gig, man? Man, I've actually been thinking about, like, what is,
2: like, that look for me. I don't know if it's necessarily a gig. I think it's, like, just being able to, like, at this point, be able to travel um, Mm -hmm. and just see the world through my crap. I think that's my dream really is like just let my craft just take me wherever because every gig is just so different you know there's been nights where like at 23 when it was packed like just the like the euphoric feeling you get from an event you built and like people coming out to support it and then like you said watching Ohio State beat Duke like the same feeling for me but two totally different things and it's like You know that's what I love about music like I could be a bodega and it's just like all my homies pull up and we just you know we let and it's just like a good vibe I could go DJ in Miami and like you know it's like Odell Beckham could be in there and it's like the same feeling but it's just like so like the spectrums are so different so I think for me it's really just just being able to continue to do this um and you know move a crowd to travel to pay my bills with it and uh just keep getting better but um, if I had to say one, it's tough because like sporting events, like you're not really getting a showcase. Yeah, I would say a boiler room set would be like if I got to do that, like an actual boiler room. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, like this is lit.
0: Like I would, I would love to do the uh, the do over. Oh, here? Oh, uh, L- oh, LA, LA, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. ooh, stuff like <laughs> yeah. that like yeah, my boiler room is classic Yeah. Classic outdoor party type shit. Yeah. The, I feel like The Redo is based on a do-over okay. from LA. Yeah. Like
2: Boiler Room's gotten a little not to be cliché boiled down like it used to nah, be like a very like yeah. skill set thing. Yeah. Now it's more yeah. just like a vibe. Like, yeah. you know, but I, you hear some music that you won't hear But the event,
1: do you want your event to be more skill based or vibe based, you know what I'm saying? So
0: the, So the Boiler Room we could spend an hour we yeah. could spend an hour on that but the boiler room is basically like you showing your skill mm-hmm. like if you're and doing about, it all yeah. all you showing your skill your song selection everything and there's people so, behind you like yeah. it's a
2: like the crowd's there for you yeah mm. literally like you no request like you play an hour set and like you get busy it's like it's like
1: so basically like a, uh, like, like, a like a crate type of set
0: yeah, Craig, Craig would go crazy at that Got gotcha. you. Like, all right. Yeah. Um, last question, brother. What is the most rewarding part of DJing? Oh, man,
2: that's easy. People just appreciating you after you're done. I think uh, one thing for me is, like, when I do a wedding and a mom or dad comes up and says, like, I see why they hired you. Mm. Mm. I love that. I like, love that for like, you. That hits so, like, I had a dad come up to me, like, I was doing a wedding in Cleveland. So I see why they hired you. I'm like,
1: yo, like that feels great. I got this 50, yeah.
2: 60 year old white man <laughs> to see that I'm nice at what I do, yeah. and I'm playing Bee Gees <laughs> and Drake, and like, I love it. you know. So I think stuff like that, and it's not sorry, like it's not about race, but like, nah, you know, nah, but like,
0: that's dope. Um, Somebody recognizing your skill that normally
2: probably wouldn't know what a DJ does. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when you know you're doing your job because yeah. whenever I do like a wedding, I'm like, these people don't go out. Like, I gotta remember that like, they're not used to hearing music. You know, I had a grandma one time, she's like, you kept us on the dance floor all night. <laughs> and it's like, hearing that, it's like, I'm doing my job. Or people being like, bro, you, like, you're like set with crazy last night. It's like putting, your, putting the time in and like knowing that your art is getting appreciated. I think that's the most rewarding thing. It's like, the money's cool, like the notoriety is nice, but like knowing that like you spent time organizing your crates, getting a set ready just for other people to have fun like you can't beat that it's like one of the most rewarding jobs in the world or knowing that every knowing that like 100 people to 200 people are having a good time in a sense because of you you didn't make the song and I hate DJs that are cocky I'm like you didn't make any of these songs you ain't lay a beat you ain't hire A&R like you ain't make a melody you are playing a track from a computer hooked through USB like be humble um but like it's putting a vibe together where people just they want to come see you they appreciate you they have a good time when you play like you just can't beat that
0: man it's the best so bro I super appreciate your time that was an amazing answer <laughs> that was a great answer <laughs> I super appreciate your time Lee, thanks man. You. um like I said bro like ever since the day like you know I met you at Beeline, man it's just been amazing to watch your journey man and um you know, I'm I'm a fan. Like, you know, I'm not scared to say it. I'm a fan. I um, you know, that. shout out uh, to my uh, my, my, my homegirl Raina. Raina, that's the homie. Yeah, she always be like, you need to get legal. You so you need yeah, man. to get legal. She's your nice show. too.
2: <laughs> so, hey, you know what, speaking, of, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go back. She's growing as one of my favorite DJs because she is. She's nice.
0: So you know, um, you know, again, thank you for your time.
1: Thank you for your craft. Thank you for. Committing to the craft and being dope, man. I, you know,
0: I love I love the culture of hip-hop, man. Everybody knows that. Like, I'm a hip-hop guy, you
1: know. Um, Backpack
0: draft. Yeah, man. So... thanks for having me. I love to sit down and just chop it up with people that love what they do, man. So, Will. Yes, another sir. show, Another show in the bag. I know, bro. Thank you for coming through. Um, it's your boy, Trad Day. Needle to the groove. We out of here. Peace. Peace.